Hank Patterson, fly fishing guide. Riley Smith, tight end. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, you wouldn't happen to be the kicker. No, tight end. Again, thank you. I'm looking for a kicker for Lithia Ford's fall kickoff sale. But you're not the kicker. No. Yeah. Now nah, the kicker's probably taller. In a lot better shape. So, okay. What uh, position do you play? Tight end. Squats. Yeah. Try it sometime. RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics, is going all-in this season with an all-star lineup. First up, he led the Broncos to three conference championships and ten 20-win seasons. It's Coach Leon Rice. Next, he's the founder and CEO of RowPaint.com. He played a little basketball in high school on the driveway with his mom. It's Andy Rowe. Want to just paint my house? Now that I can do. When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right. is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Can Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now, here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, B.J. Rains, with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. Hey, how we doing? Happy Monday, Boise State fans. Welcome on in to another live episode of Bronco Nation News, bronconationnews.com. I assume it's Mike Prater and I's good looks, but we got great viewership today and we appreciate you guys for coming in. We got tons to talk about. Mike Prater, it's been a uh, historic weekend already in between one and two or three this afternoon. It could be even bigger if this is finally the year for Kellen Moore. They'll announce the uh, full class of the College Football Hall of Fame, so it would be a uh, Maybe an even crazier Monday uh, leading into your show at 3 o'clock. I'm not hearing you, Mike. I don't know if that's me or you. Anybody else hearing him? Maybe that's just me. 
Uh, let us know in the chat Is real quick. Is that there... No, that's a, that's an echo. I was hearing you there for a second, but it wasn't perfect. Let's see here. We're uh, we're gonna fill for a second. JP's helping us out. This is my fault for uh, starting the commercials before we tested the audio with Mike Prater. So I will take blame for this. Uh, the College Football Hall of Fame still does come out this afternoon. Mike, let's try you again there. Can you hear me now? I can I hear, hear an echo. So there's an echo. I can hear you somehow, but it's not coming through the proper channel. It usually comes through. That was better than zero, though. Um, we're given that uh, we, we Jay Tuss is usually the one that mutes himself. So everyone is saying that uh, finally it's Prater, but uh, no, uh, this is my fault, not Prater. So I apologize for this. We'll get this going in a second here. Just keep talking when you think you have it fixed, Mike. Nope, not yet. Uh, not quite yet, but again, this is on me. Do not blame Prater or JP. I, uh, I did not test them, his microphone before we started the show. So this is uh, my, my fault here, JP. Oh, you know what? It's on me. Maybe try this now. Test, Try test, that. test, one, two, three, test, test, test. All right, Prater. there you go. There you go. That was 100%. That was, that was, that was, I was going to take the blame no matter what, even if it wasn't my fault, but that was 100% my fault. I, uh, uh, <laughs> before JP turned off his camera, I took him completely, I took him completely out of the feed and we get the audio from, from JP's computer and I took him out of the broadcast. So that is 100% my fault. So apologize for that, Prater. Dang it! I had so many brilliant things to say at the beginning of the show, but I mean, uh, there were a couple of people a little excited that they couldn't hear you. I'm not sure, but uh, <laughs> I apologize. My fault. It's Monday, and uh, yeah, that was a rough start. But I apologize. Uh, if this were taped, we'd restart. But uh, Mike, as I said, big weekend. We're going to talk Malachi Nelson. We're going to talk all the other commitments. We got a big basketball game tomorrow. The nation's longest home court winning streak on the line. A lot going on positively for BSU right now, and could get even better this afternoon. Holy cow, what a crazy weekend for Boise State sports. What a crazy weekend for sports in general. So pro football, college football, a celebration of a national championship tonight. Kellen Moore, good news. Kellen Moore, bad news today. I, we'll, we'll kind of wait and see as we're sitting on Kellen Moore watch. Uh, the Colorado State-Utah State game the other night that we watched together, part of that game, and, and the big Colorado State game tomorrow. BJ, they, they say when football season's over around here, it gets to be really slow. I, I can't remember a crazier weekend with so many different things going on. So it's going to be a great week. Let's get after it right now, bud. Well, I do want to give a shout out to Barry and, and Perry and the crew over at the James. We had a, a great time the other night, our Bronco Nation News uh, yearly event. And I want to thank all of our sponsors, supporters. Uh, it was great to catch up with you. I saw Johnny and uh, Mike Prater maybe have the longest embrace of a hug that I've seen from two men in a long time. Uh, but uh, I know you guys uh, had a good time and we're fired up for the future of covering Boise State for the next eight months leading into football season. But we surpassed uh, two years with Bronco Nation News, and uh, everybody knows the highlights of the last year, bringing Mike Prater on to write some columns and uh, continuing to add to, uh, to our team and stuff. And so, uh, Mike, just wanted to give a shout-out to Barry. They took care of us out there on the patio. We had a great time at the James. It was great catching up with a lot of the uh, advertisers and sponsors and and uh, all you guys, and and uh, truly appreciate uh, you and Johnny and, and uh, Jay and everybody involved in, in BNN, and it was uh, fun to celebrate two years. Yeah, it was an absolute blast. Thanks for putting that together. Thanks for you and, and your role on there. And it was great to meet some of the minor boys. It was great to meet the Nicolaisen brothers and, and to hang out with some of those guys. By the way, I, is it good or bad that that last picture you just showed that out of the four of us, I'm the only one with a cocktail in my hand? I, 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 I'm you're a little bit worried about that. 
I'm a you're little the, bit worried about that. You're the only one that cared to not put it down, I guess. So I'll just <laughs> that was I wasn't putting my cocktail down. No way. No, it was a fun, yeah, yeah. Too much effort. Uh, no, it was a fun, it was a fun night. And thanks again to the James. If you're looking for a spot to go out and have a uh, couple of drinks, fun evening. Uh, a lot of people that came, Mike, and said they'd never been there and were coming back because they really enjoyed it and the food was great. And so just wanted to give Barry a shout out. They uh took care of us there. We had a great time, and I think they gave us a pretty good deal out there. So go check out the James Kitchen and Bar right there across from Albertson Stadium. Awesome time, whether it's just you and your wife wanting a couple drinks or a cocktail or a a big group, and obviously out there on the patio uh, with football season when the weather's nice, it's, there's not a better spot in town to, uh, to to meet up with friends. So thanks again to Barry. Uh, I, I got we got so much to talk about, but while while we were mentioning uh, Kellen Moore, let's just go right there real quick. Uh, did, is this is this far? We saw Alex Smith get in yesterday. Him and Randy Moss on the ESPN show. They put that you know leaked that early to get the excitement going. But uh, there's been so much angst and talk every year about Kellen Moore. Uh, how you feeling going into today's announcement? Oh, 50-50. I mean, I I didn't think Alex Smith was going to get in, and I thought, I said on Friday, I mean, I love Alex Smith. He's one of my all-time favorite football players and one of my all-time favorite humans. And uh, I said Kellen Moore probably deserves to get in ahead of Alex Smith and the fact that Alex Smith got in, which, you know, I'm sure he got a few popularity votes based on what he did after college football, which I'm not sure is fair, but the voting process for the College Football Hall of Fame is is kind of wonky and kind of weird, but uh, if Alex Smith gets in, I'm going to give Kellen Moore just a little bit better chance. When I left the show on Friday, I didn't think he had a chance because there's some other, I mean, you know, the Michael Vicks are in there and some uh, some quarterbacks that have won some national championships and stuff like that. So Kellen Moore is going to be in the College Football Hall of Fame, whether it's this Monday or whether it's this afternoon. And by the way, that window is 1 to 2.30. Uh, it's an ESPN television show. It's 90 minutes of uh, championship drive getting ready for tonight's national championship game. And I don't think they're going to announce it all at one time. They'll probably spread it out over the course of a, of a 90 minutes and then there's obviously the firing, his employment. I don't think Kellen Moore is going to get fired today. I think that that thing's going to play out for a while as we try to figure out who this Chargers next head coach is. So it could be no news day or it could be a crazy monster news day for Kellen Moore. Wouldn't that be something that he gets fired and then an hour later finds out he's in the College Football Hall of Fame or one way or the other? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I wouldn't worry about being fired because Kellen Moore is going to get a job. But uh, sure. that would almost be kind of a cool thing to put on your resume. Uh, I've always lived my life with one hashtag, making memories. That would be a memory of a lifetime. You could tell your grandkids, I got fired from the NFL and I got put in the College Football Hall of Fame in the same 12-hour period. So we'll be uh, monitoring that today. What? What? Do you, how do you plan for a show today? Because I assume that would be your lead if he gets in, right? Oh, well, you know what? I planned for a show last week, and uh, we, we're going to open up with Cody Pickett right at 3.01 because Cody Pickett's at the National Championship football game tonight. We have Max Rice in studio at 5 o'clock, and then all this other stuff is going on. Boise State got a quarterback, and Kellen Moore stuff's going on. So this is going to be one of the most intense packed shows that Idaho Sports Talks ever had. So uh, I'm really fired up for today. Today's going to be a really, really fun day. Well, Ma, we'll get right to it. Mark Moss here on the comment line says, ready to hear Prater's negative take on BSU's highest commit of all time. Uh, uh, he's making a joke there, obviously, but uh, the Malachi Nelson news, he's the highest ranked recruit, number one in the country. You and I debated whether they needed to add a quarterback, and like literally 10 minutes after the show ends, we find out Malachi Nelson is visiting. Uh, always love when it works out that way. Um, but just your take on adding Malachi Nelson to this room and the significance for Boise State. First, real quick on the, the negative comment, and I get it. It's just a word, but sometimes words kind of bug me. And it's not that I'm negative. You know, I, it's, it's okay to be judgmental. It's okay to be skeptical. It's okay to be curious. Yes. And it's, it's okay not to sit here and say, just because on paper, 
this guy is the greatest recruit in Boise State football history, that it's going to work out and all of a sudden we're going to have Nirvana. Come on, guys. I know you're fans, but think of all the, the Pollyanna stuff you thought about going on in your sports world, and it doesn't always work out. So I have nothing negative to say about Malachi Nelson coming to Boise State. I have some skeptical thoughts and some concerns. One of them is that Boise State just ran a quarterback for eight months, maybe. And the answer for me is that's okay. That's the name. That's the age we live in right now. So back in the day, you would want a quarterback and you want to develop him. You want to keep him for four years. Now we live in an era where you can rent a quarterback for, for eight, nine months. And that's it, okay. It's perfectly acceptable. And if he comes in here and does his job and leads Boise State to a CFP appearance, maybe he goes off to someplace else and, and, and chases Power 5 stuff again. So I, I think it's pretty good. The only other issue I have is the expectations. The expectations. Mm-hmm. And, and celebrate, enjoy it, be a great fan. But just because Malachi Nelson agreed to come to Boise State doesn't mean this football team is going to be smooth rocking and finish 11-0, 12-0, 13-0, whatever the record is. So I'm not negative. I'm just very, very skeptical at times and somewhat judgmental. And I think realist at some point at times too. Um, and yeah. I don't, I don't remember if I was on with you or if I was on with uh, Tust or somebody last week. But I said something to the effect of, "Hey, this may work out." But yeah, the expectation wise, like let's not uh, pencil this kid in for Mountain West Player of the Year just yet. Like, there's a reason he ended up at Boise State. Like, uh, uh, red flags isn't the right word, but there's some reason this kid is not the starting quarterback at some huge, more Power Five school. And so uh, I'm just tempering expectations a little bit. Is he probably a massive upgrade over what they have in that room probably so um but i just i worry a little bit that the hype is going to be hard to live up to uh when it comes to him and when i said that last week i was uh i was getting ripped i don't know ball and i don't know what i'm talking about and this you know you're ripping on the number one recruit of all time um but so so i I, i'm right there they're they're right there with me also prater but uh i i do agree with you that uh i just hope this kid succeeds i hope it works out on paper, it looks like a great addition, um, but I do worry that, like, for the next eight months, we're going to hype this guy up to be the the literally the best player in the history of Boise State football, and then it may not get off to a great start. You mean like Taylor Green last year? I mean, on January first of last year, Taylor Green. Everybody in this community, businesses, fans, skeptical journalists, everybody thought that the Taylor Green show was going to carry Boise State football to great heights. The summer came around, and he's signing NIL deals, and he's all over the place, and everybody loved Taylor Green. Guess what happened, guys? The only reason that Malachi Nelson is here because Taylor Green didn't work out. And that's just recent memories. So uh, I hope it does. I think it's a fantastic story. I'm excited to follow this kid. I know you've been chasing the the family, and I can't wait to talk to him. I can't wait to see how it plays out. I love big stories. You love big stories. That's why we got in this business. This is a fascinating story that's going to be really, really fun to cover. And I hope Boise State goes all the way and wins a national championship and beats Alabama in overtime because that's the best story. How's that for negative? Yeah. I just, I just don't see it happening, and there's going to be some bumps along the way, and that's going to prove how this whole story plays out. Hey, they're, they're not all negative towards you in the chat here. Bill says, well said, Mike. So there's some positivity. Uh, folks are agreeing with you in here. And uh, my, Nate says, embrace the expectations. Um, yeah, and, and I, I, it is very similar to, to the Tail and Green situation. And we were all at the event uh, when, when this news broke, and you have some of the biggest – uh, boosters and Boise State supporters uh, at this event, uh, all kind of seeing it on the ticker on ESPN and showing each other their phones and talking about it. And it was actually very uh, unique and kind of cool, actually, to hear the different takes on this from folks that were are probably going to be involved in either giving him a car or doing some of the other things, helping him set up a, a deal, uh, you know, at, at different places. So um, finding him residency and things like that. So we had, you know, 
uh, I don't want to say the big power brokers at BSU, but we have some fairly fairly big donators and uh, guys that, that are involved with BNN that also give a lot to Boise State. And it was very interesting to kind of hear their take on all this and where it's going. Yeah. And um, and uh, I, I think on, you know, yes, we'll wait and see what happens and, and all that kind of stuff, Mike, but just on paper and the fact that this was uh, on the ESPN ticker, uh, the fact that this was the top story on several sports websites, including ESPN.com and Yahoo and Sports Illustrated, um, I mean, we'll find out in eight months what it means on the field. But in terms of a Spencer Danielson and the momentum he is creating and the national narrative and the national buzz, it's been a while since Boise State, and in a good reason, has been in the in the, in the national spotlight here for a couple of years. And I thought that uh, from that standpoint, at least, this was huge news for Boise State. Absolutely. A- absolutely. And people across the uh, country were saying, I mean, three days ago, they were saying there was no way. They were laughing when they saw that Malachi Nelson was visiting Boise State and saying that there's no way that this kid's going to sign with Boise State. You know, he's a number one guy. Boise State's down and maybe even out. And all of a sudden it happens. And that gives you national credibility, instant credibility. Uh, It raises the expectations way high. All of a sudden people nationally who just look at the superficial stuff say, oh, Boise State might be back. Oh, Boise State might not be dead yet. That stuff was really, really good. I know we're going to get into this, but to me, that stuff doesn't really matter because that's kind of superficial stuff that I was talking about or, or earlier in the show. Here's my favorite part of what happened over the weekend. And you did the reporting. I did the reporting. And it looks like it's pretty much a consensus at this point. Dude, Malachi Nelson walked into Boise and demanded nothing. He just wants his shot. He just wants an opportunity. He didn't want his picture taken. He didn't. He barely wanted to talk to people. He wanted to put his nose to the grindstone and, and figure out if this was a good fit for him. He's not worried about NIL. That stuff will come. That stuff will happen. He understands the process. And maybe it's dad. Maybe it's mom. Maybe it's the whole package. But I thought the way Malachi Nelson handled himself, I was glad that his dad turned you down for an interview. Because you know what? That's just one more sign that these guys are trying to do the right things grind behind the scenes, earn your playing time, and then come out and speak with your football on Fridays or on Saturdays in the, in the fall. So that, to me, was my favorite part of the entire weekend. Yeah, sent a text to uh, – couldn't get Malachi's number. I, I tried to send him a message through Twitter uh, and then did was able to track down his dad's number. Eric Nelson sent him a text message, and uh, a couple hours later, I got a random number calling me and, and forgotten that I had texted his dad, and I say hello. He says, hey, it's Eric, and I'm like uh, – took me half a second. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, hold, let me pause this NFL game here. Hold on one second. Yeah, thank you. And uh, he did decline the interview. He said they're trying to stay quiet right now, and uh, but was very appreciative for, for – he said, he, he said numerous times how they felt – uh, just the, the love of Bronco Nation on the visit and on social media and at home, and and uh, they're very excited about it. But he said it's just a super hectic time because classes start today at Boise State. They've got to get him home, pack up his stuff, get him back to Boise as soon as possible. They're still trying to lock down where he's going to live. There's a lot going on. He also just said that uh, you know Malachi's not a huge fan of doing interviews to begin with. He's just kind of a quiet guy, and he'll he knows it's part. He said he knows it's part of the job, and, and obviously of being a quarterback, he knows he has to talk, and it's fine. But it's just not something. Some guys are a little more excited to walk out and meet with. The media than others, I and mean, we know how that works. Yeah. Um, so he'll he'll do it. He knows he has to do it. He's just not a huge fan of it, I guess. And you even saw in his graphic there, there was, or his tweet thing he committed. There was no graphic. There was no pre-made thing. It was just it was just four words. Boise, I'm I'm in or whatever it is. Committed. Uh, he didn't take the time to have somebody create some big graphic for him. He just sent out the tweet, and his dad uh, just said that's kind of how he's always been. He's not a huge limelight guy, which I think probably helped 
lead him towards Boise State. Uh, when you think about it, he just wants to kind of you know, be, be in the little quieter and do his work and see what happens. Um, so he did say, you know, the next week I'll have him call you when things get settled. And I'm like, well, once he enrolls, that we can't really just call him and talk to him. You got to go through Boise State and all that. So we'll see. Yeah. When it, we'll see how that works. And typically, uh, Mike, I, I think he would not be available this spring. But I think if you're Boise State and um, they have had previous years where they've made all the transfers available, like on signing day or whatever in February. Um, there's some other guys we're obviously going to want to talk to as well and talk about here in a few minutes. Um, but uh, I think it would help Boise State if they put him in front of the media this spring at some point. Uh, maybe he doesn't need to do the you know regular every week thing like a Taylor Green did during spring ball or something. But if they just kind of did a welcome to Boise type thing here in a month or a couple weeks before spring ball and or signing day, and then and then kind of say well, you, you'll talk to him in the fall. Uh, I think that would benefit Boise State. But we'll see we'll see uh, what the plan is there. We'll see what Spencer Danielson's plan is. I guess moving forward in terms of media policies and, and things like that. But uh, um, from a, from a national narrative to have. People Pete Thamel putting out multiple articles, multiple tweets, all this. Um, I mean, I, I think it was a uh, on paper in the national whatever because I kept seeing, oh, you know, like you said, people are laughing at Boise State. There's no chance they get him. Then they get him, and then immediately it's like, oh, what's wrong with the kid? Why would he go to Boise State? Um, it was huge news. It's surprise, you know, the, the the we were all t- wondering what quarterback in the transfer portal they were going to get, and um, I mean, Bush Hamden, I guess, has known this kid since seventh grade. Um, and everybody was worried, I guess, not everybody, but there were some fans on social media. We even talked about it at some point last week with the lack of transfer portal news. Mike, should should Boise State, should we be concerned? And, and you know, what's going on there? And then in a span of about, you know, five days, they had, you know, four transfers, three from Power 5 schools. So they've been they've been working on this behind the scenes, and the coaching staff deserves a lot of credit. We'll, we'll see how it how it plays off. They had some, you know, Power 5 guys last year, and it didn't didn't work out, but on paper, and I guess we'll transition. I, I should we should take a quick ninety second break, but I, I do want to talk about the other guys they got as well. Um, but I guess final thing on Malachi before we uh, transition. Um, I mean, it's all set up for him, Mike. He comes in. He, he's. He, it, I mean, I don't know if they quote unquote guaranteed him the starting job, but said, "Look at what we had last year. You're going to have a pretty good chance if you play to where you think you can to be the guy." Um, and you, you know, Pete Thamel kept saying, "Oh, eighteen starters and Genty and four linemen and." Um, you know, he, he, he was kind of painting the picture as why he would want to come here, but it it seems like a match for both sides. You mentioned the eight month thing. I know there is some worry out there, and you know, some people are saying, "Oh, he's got four years to play," and not even thinking about that. Then there's some guys going, "Hey, with the new transfer thing, he's just using Boise State to rebound and get more NIL money and go bigger somewhere else." And as you said, if that happens, that means Boise State probably had a pretty good year. Uh, what where are you on the eight month thing? Yeah, I mean, I, I've come to peace with it. Months, whatever it is, with it the last couple of weekends or the last couple of days, just based on just the nature of college football. So, yeah, like I said at the top of the show, if he if he's here for eight nine months, whatever it is, and and, and takes Boise State to a CFP, you know, the the tournament. I don't care if he even wins a game there, just get Boise State into the CFP tournament. To me, that's job accomplished. Uh, if you want to stick around for two more years, one more year, uh, or bail, I don't care anymore. That's who we are anymore. So, uh, yeah, this whole stuff. Four years of eligibility. I don't think I'll ever type that because there's no way in hell that this kid's going to be here for four years. I just want to enjoy him for the next eight months, nine months, and see what happens. So, and back to the, back to the dad. By the way, the fact that dad even called you back a yes. couple of hours after that text message that's a, that speaks so volume to me and, and so massively loud of how this family and Malachi and his dad and his mom and the rest of the people that are surrounded by him. And and he's got a lot of people surrounding him to the point where it could go bad. You know, that posse that goes bad type of thing. He's got the posse. 
but it sounds like he's got the positive attitude. And the fact that dad called you back to me is a massive sign. And I like this kid off the football field. I can't wait to watch him on the football field. His dad even said, I didn't want to, uh, he said, I didn't have much to give you, but I don't want to leave your text message on unread. Uh, I wanted, I wanted to talk to you and just let you know kind of where we're, uh, where we're feeling. I was trying to get a little bit out of him. I said, uh, I said, now, don't you have like an answer and uncle or is there some family connection to Boise? He said, at this point, everyone thinks they're in our family. Um, you know, he was, he was, uh, he was pretty funny and was joking around and, but, uh, he definitely, definitely seemed like I've talked to a lot of these players, parents and stuff. And like you said, it's about money or it's about this. And he, he, uh, seemed to have the perfect, you know, head on his shoulders and was in the, the right mindset for him and for the family about this. And, um, uh, but he did want to stress that they were very excited and fired up. And he said his big thing was Malachi wants to get back to Boise as soon as he can meet his teammates and get to work. And so he doesn't want to do these graphics and interviews and he wants to get in the building, start working out, start throwing with these receivers and, and get to work. And so we'll learn more about, he, he said, it's a fascinating story. I know, I think the faith, I read one of the articles where the, the faith of Spencer Danielson played a big role because I think that, uh, the family is especially the dad, you know, they're, they're big in, in faith. Um, he said the story will come out. He said, Spencer, he said, he, he said he authorized Spencer or told Spencer, Hey, can you talk about this? You know, here in the, in the short term before we want to do any interviews and you're more than welcome to talk about it. So I think at some point here, maybe this week, if at all the paperwork gets in on all these guys, they'll make uh, Spencer Danielson available, hopefully to kind of talk about all these guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was very impressed. And he specifically said, he said, I just didn't want to leave your, your, uh, leave you hanging and leave your text message on, on, on unread. And so we'll, uh, I agree with you, Mike. I think that's uh, a positive for, for this family and, yeah. uh, it's going to make for an exciting, you know, season, but certainly an exciting off season. Uh, I joked about you and, uh, Johnny, you know, embracing at the dinner the other night, but all of us were kind of like, just, you know, going like this. Cause it's just going to be a fun, uh, off season, fun spring ball. And I did have one quote I wanted to read from uh, Lincoln Riley real quick. Uh, I took this from an article that I, when I was doing some research, Trojansports.com had talked to him uh, in November at some point or late in the season. Um, and I guess that he was, uh, limited physically due to his recovery from an injury to the non-throwing shoulder. It limited him during spring practice last year. And I guess that put him behind a little bit going into the season. Um, and then, uh, I guess there was some quote, other injury issues throughout the season that held him back a little bit, but he was expected to start, you know, compete for that starting job, uh, going into this season. The quote was, uh, Malachi is obviously a young guy. He's got a world of talent. He's working hard. He's had a few physical hurdles he's had to overcome, which has not been, it hasn't necessarily been maybe the smoothest of years and a lot of it out of his control, just trying to get back healthy where he can train and develop to the level that he wants to, and we all want him to be at. He's certainly going to get there and certainly has a bright future and has battled for a lot of things. So we're eager to get him back completely healthy and back where he's developing on a really fast track. And I don't think he's that far away from it, but there's still been a little bit of a process. So uh, he will we'll find out where he was at physically, but it sounds like that may have been a little bit the reason that he only, didn't only played the, the four snaps or through the three passes, whatever it was. And I know that uh, the other quarterback came in and played really well in the bowl game. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see, but it sounds like that Lincoln Riley was still very high on him uh, going into the season and expecting him to be a big part of the team. And, and uh, for whatever reason, uh, Malachi decided that he wanted to go somewhere else. One of the main concerns that hasn't come up with in this show right now is the 190 pounds. And when I saw that video of him at the Boise airport the other night, uh, I'm not even sure 190, 190 pounds with a big, thick hoodie, maybe. Uh, that dude is skinny. That dude is very, very slender. That dude looks fragile. And I don't want 190-pound quarterbacks in college football anymore. So uh, uh, Ben Hilgart, the, the strength and training staff down there at Boise State, uh, the nutritionist people, you know, I don't know if it's possible to put on 10. Well, 
I know it's possible to put on 10 pounds. I don't know if it's possible to put on 10 healthy pounds between now and football season in August. I would love that dude to show up on August 1st to be 200 pounds just to get a little, as they say down there, body armor. That's their favorite phrase down there. Get this dude some body armor and protect him. The 190 pounds and the injury issues. And there's not just one. There's multiple, whether it's two, three, or four, because they're very vague about that. The one shoulder, other injury issues. This dude has injury issues, and he's as tiny as could possibly be. That very much concerns me, BJ. You're 100% right, but I am just I can't help chuckle that two guys that are heading to eat healthy eating at Lean Feast are talking about somebody else adding needing to add weight. But uh, you're, <laughs> you're, uh, you're, you're, total, you're totally correct there, and uh, we'll see. I'm sure in the offseason we'll see what they can do in the training, and I'm sure they have a plan for them and things like that. Uh, but he wasn't the only commit of the weekend. He wasn't the only news of the weekend for Boise State football. I'll take a quick 90-second timeout. Thanks some of our wonderful sponsors and partners, and we'll discuss uh, – couple other big additions here in 90 seconds. 353 of you. I think a Mike Prater morning show record here watching right now. Keep it going. Don't go anywhere. Grab another cup of coffee. We'll be back in 90 seconds here on Bronco Nation News. All Bronco Nation News broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premix premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out RowPaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact RowPaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is RowPaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch mobile and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU.com. Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone, get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line, and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. Former Bronco Matt Bowsher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BowsherRealEstate.com. Two quick shout-outs I wanted to give. I did mention Lean Feast, Mike Prater. I want to thank uh, Dave and Lean Feast. was excited to see them. You looking for a new job? Well, how about getting it? Yeah, they're uh, appreciative of Dave, and uh, we saw him the other night. It was great to catch up with him. I am actually headed to Lean Feast today. I think you said you might have gone yesterday, uh, but I am excited to get back over there, and, and uh, certainly I'm, I'm in that crew that had the uh, the uh, holiday uh, weight gain, and I'm excited to get over there to Lean Feast. And so check them out, leanfeast.com slash meridian. Healthy eating, meal prep, it's so easy to use. And uh, if you go in there and tell them you heard about it on BNN, I'm sure they'll hook you up with a discount. Great guys over there, great staff, and they help you out a lot. And and I'm going to be uh, back on the almost exclusive Lean Feast train here moving forward, and uh, we appreciate them. And I also want to give a quick shout-out to Bronco Brew Coffee. Check them out. Broncobrew.coffee is the website. Check them out. They're helping NIL deals over at Boise State. Scott Anthony was talking to him. He was there as well at the event, and I know he made some connections with Travis Hawks and some of the other folks and tried to get some of this coffee and some of these local businesses around town here. Broncobrew.coffee. Great-tasting coffee. It's roasted to order. And uh, again, it helps the NIL game over at Boise State. So check them out, broncobrew.coffee, if you're looking to make the switch. And you will be uh, 
helping out Boise State Athletics with every sip. Okay, Mike Prater, we talked a lot about uh, the big news, Malachi Nelson, but even before him, they got a corner, Jonathan uh, Early from uh, Irby from uh, Cal, uh, excuse me, and then they added uh, Cam Camper, a wide receiver from Indiana. They've obviously added the uh, defensive end now uh, from Ball State, which I think we all expected because they, the coach from Ball State came as well. Uh, I know Johnny probably is going to start this whole thing off talking about Ken Griffey Jr.'s son, um, but uh, they, they're uh, they're filling some areas of needs and they're adding some you know power five guys and and um, that that have some experience. I mean, the corner from Cal has multiple interceptions in the Pac-12. The wide receiver from uh, Indiana has multiple touchdowns, you know, fifty plus catches in the Big Ten. Um, they're they're adding guys that you know. It to some level have have produced on the national power five stage, and they're coming here to to want to probably do similar to Malachi Nelson in terms of just get a chance to have a bigger role and make a bigger impact and potentially get to that college football playoff, which we haven't even mentioned yet in all this. But um, what do you make of the other additions they've made on the recruiting trail so far? Just the fact that they filled those positions right now—that's a good start for me. I can't sit here and say if the Irby guy is any good, but you know what. You know, we have, there's Justin Wilcox out there and, and talking to some people and, and connecting the dots. Uh, you know, I, I think he's going to be just fine. I, I like his experience. I don't know if, what kind of red flags that he comes here with. Uh, Cam Camper, the Indiana wide receiver, uh, comes with a little bit of injury concerns, but I like his resume. And, and then certainly the defensive end comes with the coach. Those are the three biggest positions of need for me right now. So that outside edge, Boise State needs a more consistent – they need a Robin to Ahmed Hassanin, who is Batman, and so they can take care of business and be more consistent as a pass-rushing defense, and they're not consistent right now. Everybody on this football team, everybody in this football family knows that they need cornerbacks, even with all the experience that you pointed out in the past of everybody that's coming back in the secondary. Keep feeding the secondary and uh, certainly the wide receiver room needs a little bit of help. I was kind of hoping with an elite quarterback, they could bring in an, an elite wide receiver. Uh, Cam Camper is not an elite wide receiver, but he's a good one. And if they can build an elite wide receiver room, maybe one more guy and see what happens. You know, Capos is coming off an injury. Here comes Camper that's coming off of an injury. Austin Bolt is progressing in the right direction. Prince Strahan, to me, is more about hype than substance so far. I like his potential, but I haven't seen anything. And the coaches told us last year, because he only got like one or two targets a game. And yeah. sometimes he even completely disappeared. That's coming from the coaches. So I have to trust that, that Prince Strahan is not ready to be an elite wide receiver. But collectively as a whole, the wide receiver room is getting better. Maybe one more piece and a couple more defensive guys. And I think this team is ready to go to war. Uh, Tavian Woodard is the gentleman from uh, Ball State. We should give him his flowers there with his name. Tavian Woodard comes in, defensive end. Uh, uh, again, coming with uh, the coach from Ball State there, uh, Stockton. So uh, you mentioned the elite receiver. How about Dorian Singer? I don't know if you've heard much about him. He's uh, in the transfer portal from USC. And uh, he, uh, he, or he originally was at uh, Arizona. And uh, he was an all Pac-12 second team selection, had a, th a thousand yards and six touchdowns uh, in uh, one season there. I think it was 2022 at uh, at Arizona. So you're talking about a thousand yard receiver, uh, went to USC. It didn't quite work out there. He was only there one year, 23 catches, 276 yards, did have three touchdowns, was fifth on USC in receiving yards last year. Don't know if uh, they have any shot at getting him, but he's in the portal. And I did see, and again, this is the new era we live in now of uh, trying Trying to track down information, Mike, but I saw that uh, DeAndre Cooper, the uh, recruiting uh, director, a uh, player personnel director at Boise State, recently started following Dorian Singer on Twitter. So 
Um, I, I don't know. Would that would that qualify as the elite receiver you're looking for? A thousand yard Pac-12 receiver? Eh, you know, I mean, I'd be concerned. The skeptical, negative, you know, part of Prater, the judgmental part of Prater, tells me that what happened to USC? Maybe it was a crowded wide receiver room. Uh, there yeah. was a lot of competition there at USC, so uh, it, it would certainly continue to build an elite wide receiver room. I'll definitely give you that. Is he an elite wide receiver individually? I don't know if you're going to get that out of the transfer portal. That might not even be fair for me. If you're in the transfer portal, you're in the transfer portal for a reason, not because you're elite, because there's something that's in their background, something, a need that you're not being able to fulfill. So uh, Boise State doesn't need a single elite wide receiver, but they need an elite wide receiver room, and that would certainly help. Uh, the Griffey kid will find out he's a defensive back. You mentioned some of the other areas in need. Uh, if there was just one, if there was going to be one more addition, Mike Prater, if they had one spot left, where would you like to see it go? Ooh, uh, one more. They don't safety. I want a big hitting safety. Is Jerron Johnson have any eligibility left? I want a big hitting safety. I I like Tubner, but he's not the complete package, and 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 the coaches love him. And I think we're going to see a whole ton of Tubner again next year, and and that's fine in certain situations. Uh, I'd like to see some plug some holes. I, I need a big, strong physical safety again, even if he comes with a little bit of baggage. Uh, I do want to talk basketball real quick, Mike. Um, I uh, I guess I'm trying to decide if can, are you okay if I take my last 90 second break here for yeah, a minute? That's good. All right, all right, I I, I didn't uh, check on your timing here, but uh, well, uh, we got a little more talk, and then I may stay on after I let Prater go as well to keep this thing going. Uh, they got to get ready for their show today, but uh, big basketball game tomorrow. We're going to talk about that and a little football, a little more football talk as well. Uh, with Kellen Moore and some other things I want to get to. But uh, we'll be back real quick. Don't go anywhere. 90 seconds. Bronco Nation News is sponsored by Tommy Alquist and Ball Ventures Alquist, Idaho's premier commercial real estate development company. BVA projects specialize in office, retail, flex, medical, and industrial spaces located at some of the most strategic and visible locations in the Valley. Need a developer? Looking for new space? Think BVA. At BVA, we are Idaho's developer. The Nicolaysen family and SON management have proudly been operating Taco Bell restaurants in and around the Treasure Valley since 1969. One of the first to make a seven-figure donation to the Lyle Smith Society. They've also stepped up their support of Boise State Athletics with the Taco Bell Men's and Women's Basketball Endowed Scholarships. The Nicolaysen family and SON management have committed at least $310,000 by 2026. Get more information on their financial support of Boise State Athletics and find information on applying to work at Taco Bell at TacoBellWorks.com. Lithia Ford of Boise is a proud supporter of Boise State Athletics and the official car and truck of the Broncos. Lithia Ford of Boise supports Broncos student-athletes through NIL deals, including providing Ford vehicles to Taylor Green and Riley Smith from the football team and Paige Barsh from the volleyball team. Rain's family purchased RF-150 from Lithia Ford. Couldn't be happier with the purchase. Check out the all-electric F-150 Lightning or the electric Mustang Mach-E at Lithia Ford and make sure to check out their full inventory of vehicles at LithiaFordBoise.com. The Blue and Orange Store is the perfect spot to get all your gear for your next Bronco game. The Blue and Orange Store has official Nike apparel, including jerseys, shirts, sweatshirts, jackets, hats, and more. Wear what the Broncos wear and get it at the Blue and Orange Store, the second floor of the Boise Town Square Mall, or get free shipping on a $40 order online at theblueandorangestore.com. See, Prater, I buttered you up with free tequila and food the other night, so now you got to stay on as long as I want you to today. But, uh, uh, that's good. I'm all good. I'm in a good mood today, so uh, a uh, great weekend with a great sports week ahead. I know you got a lot to get to, so I won't keep you long, but I did want to get your take on uh, basketball real quick in the game, obviously, uh, coming up tomorrow night. Uh, that also happened while we were at uh, at the uh – the, the James on Saturday, we're watching the Colorado State game against uh, 
Utah State, and then uh, Oral Roberts, we found out, lost, which made Boise State. And uh, I know we talked about it last week, and maybe, maybe it's maybe not as big a deal as someone to make it out to be. But when you're once you get to the top, I don't care who you play, just at least from a marketing standpoint, from uh, some sort of intimidation factor for Colorado State, however, whatever you want to do it, there there is some value in my opinion. I, you could, I don't care if you played all horrible teams, but they beat San Diego State last year, New Mexico, UNLV. I mean, they've got some some decent wins in this streak, uh, but now. Uh, at least for the time being, another milestone for, for Leon Rice and company, Mike Prater, they, the nation's longest home court winning streak, the entire country. No team has won more straight home games at Boise State. And again, they went through a full conference season included in that last year. Uh, their last uh, loss at home was the season opener of last year to uh, South Dakota State by two points at the very end, or this streak would be uh, would be longer. Um, but uh, nation's longest home court winning streak, 21 in a row, and they've won well over 80% of the home games under Leon Rice. They've made that a tough place to play. And uh, tomorrow night, Colorado State coming to town on an angry uh, Colorado State team. And by the way, I'll be uh, recording an interview after this with Nico Medved, the Colorado State coach, which I'll be playing tomorrow and on the pregame show. So appreciate Nico Medved for uh, agreeing to, to uh, do an interview with me. But just your take on the winning streak and putting it on the line tomorrow night against Colorado State. Yeah, I can't wait for this game, and this is going to be fun. Yeah, the, the winning streak, the home court winning streak is cool. I mean, that is a marketing badge of honor, and I, you're right. I don't I don't care who you beat, although it would be nice if there was – I'm still begging and waiting for that one non-conference home game that uh, that's going to get me all fired up, but uh, we'll fight that battle next year. San Francisco uh, didn't do that for you? North Texas didn't do that for you? Come on, Mike. No, did not do that for me. Did <laughs> not do that for me, and uh, – and, and I appreciate St. Mary's being played in, in Idaho Falls. I kind of like that concept to sell your program statewide, so I got no issues there. But, yeah, we'll, 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 de we'll debate that next year non-conference-wise. This is a big-time game, and, and I don't think Utah State, you said the key word here, a wounded Colorado State team. I don't think Utah State, and what a beautiful environment, what a beautiful game those guys played in Logan on Saturday night. They did not do Boise State any favors. Colorado State's probably going to come in here a little fired up. Colorado State's too good of a basketball team to lose two in a row. I'm not saying that they're going to win tomorrow night. As a matter of fact, I would expect Boise State in this kind of a big environment. Leon Rice has, has done better in these big home environments to win these games. I know he had an issue with that early in his career, but I feel pretty good confidence tomorrow night. I am not overly worried about just tomorrow night, though. Boise State can't go 0-2 this week because the Nevada game is lurking. And if they just go 1-1 and go into the weekend at 2-1 to start the conference play, I think that's perfectly acceptable, BJ. Nate says this CSU game is a must-win, have-to-hold-serve at home. Uh, that was the thing. I mean, like, I don't know if people notice this or realize this, but, I mean, Utah State was actually favored at home, like in the Ken Palm projections and the actual point spread. Like, Utah State was supposed to win that game, and they did. And you look at the uh, projections for tomorrow night. What do you, Mike Prater, without guessing, without, I mean, without looking at a point spread, I know you, you uh, usually check Ken Palm. Don't think you have yet this morning. Uh, <laughs> what, what, do you think the, what do you think the analytical project projections are for tomorrow night's game? Let's go. Uh, let's go. Boise State's favored by a point. It's actually Colorado State by one point. 70, okay. 75 to 74 is the Ken Palm projection, but it gives Boise State a 45% chance to win to 55% for Colorado State. And I mean, that's, that's, uh, I think that, I mean, I know you had Boise State there, but I, I think, I think it still gives Boise State some respect that they're only projected to lose by one point to a team that we'll find out here shortly when the AP poll comes out is still uh, probably in the top 20 or around number 20 uh, in the poll. But this conference is just going to beat itself up. A lot yep. of these, I mean, Colorado State, again, could very well lose tomorrow, but 
They lost two road games. Like it's not necessarily the end for them either. Um, but for Boise State, as you said, going to Reno is going to be a tough one on Friday. And then next week at home, they've got UNLV and then San Diego State next Saturday at home on national CBS. Um, I mean, I, I think that this is a, a key stretch and holding serve at home, I think is a key word, but also like the one knock on Boise State right now is they don't have that marquee win. They don't have that big win. You beat Colorado State tomorrow. You're 2-0 in conference play. I think the narrative starts to switch a little bit about it. Oh, yeah, that Boise State team that maybe people were writing off that they're not they're not that bad after all. No, I, I would agree with that. But on the flip side, then, if you lose the game tomorrow night and uh, all of a sudden you got to go to Reno and that, that becomes the must win. I don't think tomorrow is a must yeah, it is a must win. Let's just it is a must win. They're at home. It's a great opportunity. They're looking for that first big win, that that statement win. So yeah, it is a must opportunity for Boise State tomorrow night. But if they lose Friday night in Reno, it just becomes an absolute bloodbath of a of a of a hope that this basketball team. You can't start one and two. If Leon Rice starts one and two, I'm not worried about him and his basketball team. They're going to compete all the way up to the end, and and they're going to be involved in the Mountain West tournament. With, with options to get out of that and into the NCAA field. But if Leon Rice starts one and two, he's going to start to lose the community. And, and that's the big deal around here because he's got the community right now. He's got him in his hands, and he's got this basketball program going in the right direction. And we're finally believers. There's not so many Prater skeptical guys out there about this basketball program. So, yeah, tomorrow night he has to win. He doesn't want to back himself into a corner going into Reno. You had a four-word tweet after the last game against San Jose State. You said, ugly win good win. And I had told you, I think I talked to you before, but I mean, they were only projected to win by four or five. I mean, that game was supposed to be close, but I don't think anybody saw what come and did where they were, you know, needed to pull it out the way they did. Oh. Um, in the conference play, you just have to end up doing that. I mean, they end up winning again by more than they were supposed to. They covered the spread when it was, I mean, that would have been a horrible beat if you were on San Jose state and somehow, uh, didn't cover a five point spread when they were winning literally the entire game. Um, but in the final you know, score. They they did what more than what they needed to do when they went out there on the road. Um, it didn't look pretty though. Um, just where what was your take on that win? I guess, and and, and if there are any lingering concerns heading into this week. You know, I, I just thought that uh, what they did in the second half, shutting down San Jose State, shutting down the offense, shutting down the hot red hot player there. Uh, I thought they did a fantastic job coaching wise. Uh, and you know, when, when you got a dude scoring, did he have thirty at halftime? I can't remember. 20, it was twenty five twenty five at halftime, but he only finished with thirty. Yeah, I love that. And they did a fantastic job. And that's the only way. And unfortunately, Boise State has seen this. That's the only way I think Boise State would have lost this game if he would have come out and scored another 15 or 20 in the second half. And one dude is torching Boise State for 30 or 40 points and winning a game that Boise State had every every chance to win. So uh, they did a fantastic job in the second half of, of shutting him down, ugling it up chipping away at the offense, taking advantage of that lead. And really over these last five minutes, you just kind of sensed that there was no way Boise State was going to lose this basketball game. So I thought they did a really nice job. It was a really, really, really nice job by Durier and Burns and Rice and that whole staff uh, of taking care of business in the second half. Hey, uh, Coulter Johnson, and I, I guess I guess we'll allow this Mike Prater. He says he's tuning in late but only because there's a new Boise State fan in the world. Kai Johnson, nine pounds, ten ounces, lots to celebrate right now. So uh, nice. Hopefully this was like last night and you're just waking up and not you didn't just like walk out of the delivery room and fire up our show. But uh, congratulations, oh. congratulations, Coulter and the Johnson family. Uh, Mike, uh, I'm going to keep this thing rolling. I'll let you go. But uh, what did uh, I know you mentioned Cody Pickett? It's crazy. I, I mean, if, if we're planning out shows, yeah, you would have expected plenty of time. Oh, we got to talk college football national championship to help us fill 30 minutes. And we didn't even get to that uh, big game tonight. Washington, Michigan. I know you guys will be all over it with. 
Cody Pickett, uh, Washington, obviously star and alum. Uh, and then you mentioned Max Rice coming in studio as well. Um, I don't. He's been getting criticized a lot lately. By the way, I don't know if you guys are going to bring that up or what. But he's oh, yeah. uh, there's some oh, yeah. fans that are loving to get on him. And then you look at the last five games, and he's averaging 17 points a game still. And I thought had a couple big threes in that game. Um, it is crazy, man, how people forget kind of what he did last year um, and expect him to be, you know, the the player of the year in the conference or something. But uh, I know you guys have Max Rice coming in studio. You said five o'clock. I think. Uh, what else we got today on Idaho Sports Talk? Malachi Nelson, Malachi Nelson, and Malachi Nelson. So we got a whole bunch of segments planned, and uh, we're going to continue this conversation. Cannot wait to talk to the, our, our IST listeners about what they think about him and uh, and just share some of these same thoughts that we did here, BJ. So it's a, it's a big day, and I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I And I'm telling I'm I'm putting it down right now. At some point on this show, if the dude commits, you guys are getting Ken Griffey Jr. on your show. I, I don't see any way John Mallory – he doesn't even care about talking to the kid. He wants to talk to Ken Griffey you know, uh, Jr., his dad, and that was crazy too, seeing pictures the whole weekend, but seeing like random pictures at the Steelheads game of Ken Griffey Jr. with fans. And uh, Johnny posted one. I had to squint and make sure he wasn't the one getting the selfie with Ken Griffey Jr., but I would have probably allowed that if it was him for that one. But uh, that'll be crazy as well. But, uh, yeah, you guys will be all over it, three to six. And, again, hopefully – Hopefully, you're uh, getting right to the news that Kellen Moore has made the College Football Hall of Fame. That'll be out uh, today as well, right before your show. So, 3 to 6, Johnny, JP, Prater, Bob, the whole crew, Idaho Sports Talk. Again, uh, 95.3 FM, 1350 AM, the KTIK app, ktik.com. We appreciate you, Mike. We'll be watching today, and we'll see you at uh, Extra Mile Arena tomorrow. Thank you, BJ. Appreciate all your support. Thanks again for Saturday night. What a cool event. What a great event. Thanks to the James and thanks to your wife, Karen, for putting all that together. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. Sounds good. Appreciate it, Prater. Hey, we're not going anywhere. We're going to keep this thing rolling. I do want to uh, remind folks that we have our uh, deal going on, our weekly giveaways. This is the prize for this Friday. We are giving away, oh, I, don't, I always butcher the name on these things, the Adirondack Chair. I think I said it correctly there. Uh, if you want this awesome Cutwater Spirits, Kona Brewing uh, Adirondack Chair for your uh, back patio, for uh, wherever you want to have it, out by the fire pit, uh, maybe if you have a game room or something inside, Uh, This is the giveaway, and uh, we are including, by the way, a a couple cases or a couple four-packs of Cutwaters. So uh, you're going to get some uh, lime margaritas and I believe some espresso martinis. We got some Cutwater drinks that we'll be including with this. So uh, you have to be a subscriber, a paying subscriber, a yearly subscriber. So sign up for a yearly subscription, BNN50 deal. BNN50 deal is the promo code on the website. And uh, on Friday, we will give away this chair uh, we'll give away some four packs of Cutwater uh, lime margaritas and some espresso martinis, as well as some other gift cards to Taco Bell and the James and a lot of cool things. And this will all uh, culminate with our grand prize giveaway uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. Round trip on a private jet to go to San Diego for the final game of the season. You get tickets to the game, a one-night stay at the team hotel. Uh, You get all kinds of great stuff. I am looking forward to this. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, again, it's open to all uh, BNN uh, annual subscribers. So if you're on the monthly subscription, you got to switch over to the yearly subscription. But everyone to ride on a private jet, everyone to go see a game in San Diego, uh, we're going to give uh, two lucky winners a chance to do this, but you got to be a subscriber. And again, every Friday we'll give away uh, some of the things like the chair, and then we'll culminate uh, with the grand prize. And so we are uh, looking forward to that. We gave away the uh, the smoker. I'll be delivering that here uh, today or tomorrow to Brenda, our winner. I was communicating with her. And uh, again, we will also uh, give away this chair. We've got another grill. We've got some other great prizes we'll be giving away. And as I said, we have to give away some beer too and some drinks. We got some cut waters. I got some. Uh, Horseshoe Golden Ale I got to get rid of as well. Uh, So we got a lot of cool um, 
things will be given away. And again, it's courtesy of all of our sponsors and we appreciate them. The, uh, the, the contest and the trip sponsored by Ridley's family markets, Bowser real estate, the blue and orange store and Cutwater spirits. So thanks again to all of our sponsors, make sure you, uh, you check them out and take advantage of some of their, uh, great deals. So, uh, yeah, big, big game tomorrow night for Boise state. The winning streak is on the line and, um, uh, 21 in a row, trying to make it 22 would be a huge game uh, for Boise State. We're looking at some of your comments here. Um, Coulter Johnson wanting to know who just had a, a new uh, addition to the family, wanting to know if they make BNN onesies. Uh, don't think they do yet, Coulter. We'll have to work on that for you. Maybe we can take care of you on that. But a lot of congratulations coming in. Uh, solid weight stats, future BSU O-linemen. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, they learned on Friday if they are struggling, give the ball to Stanley. Uh, man, that was, uh, that was, uh, something else, 30 points. That's three straight games with 20 points. And it, he's doing it in all ways. He's, uh, he's posting up, he's hitting kind of runners in the lane. He's putting back offensive rebounds. He's making free throws. I think he was what eight of 10 from the foul line in that game. So, uh, I thought that, uh, he was huge, uh, in, in the last game and, and, uh, he's been huge the last couple of games. So, um, we'll see what the offense, what it looks like. I don't know if you guys have noticed this or not, but it does seem like there's a lot more kind of, uh, post up, uh, stuff this year, you know, with Degenhardt and Abo and, and, uh, now Stanley, there's a lot more kind of one-on-one post up type stuff. And I'm curious, you know, if that's by design or, or, I mean, if that's just the way it's worked out offensively this year, but, uh, we will see, uh, we'll see, uh, tomorrow night, what happens. Jay Tust will join me tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that 9am tomorrow. We'll have Jay Tust. And uh, we will talk Boise State uh, football, basketball, and our big one tomorrow night at Extra Mile Arena. Uh, and uh, we'll have it for you on the Lithia Florida Boise pregame show as well, live from Extra Mile Arena. Jay Tuss, by the way, will be on the call for the Mountain West Network uh, of that one. John says, uh, Prater, keep your edge on Rice. Always be skeptical until he wins a tournament game. Don't think he will ever check that box. Sad to say. Anybody else underwhelmed uh, by his tenure? Um, let's see what else we got here. Who is going to lock down Isaiah Stevens? Is that RJ Keen? Um, four guys scoring won't work. Yeah, you score 70. Was it 78 points? And you only had four guys score. That was probably an anomaly, and you need to have more guys scoring for sure. Uh, Nate agrees. Need more bench scoring going forward. Um, Nate also says Johnny, uh, Jay and Johnny would freak out if Ken Griffey Jr. makes residence in Boise during the football season. Uh, yeah, we'd have to let the authorities know and, and make sure there's no uh, stalking allegations against John Mallory. Uh, for that one, but so that would be that. I mean, that's just another side story. And I don't even, you know, be completely honest. I don't even know if his son is is any good. I believe he'd be coming as a walk on. Um, but just the name Ken Griffey Jr. and just seeing photos of Ken Griffey Jr. at an Idaho Steelheads game uh, was enough in itself to just make the weekend become uh, crazy. Uh, somebody is asking uh, Gerald if he's a member in 2023. Do I have to resubscribe in 2024? It should be automatic, Gerald. If you want to email me, I can check for you. Reigns, R-A-I-N-S, at bronconationnews.com. Reigns at bronconationnews.com. I can check for you. But uh, as long as you signed up, it should be automatic, and it will renew you for the next year when, you're, uh, when your year is ending. And uh, But I can check on that, and, and I appreciate you, Gerald, for the question there. Um, let's see. Uh, didn't expect this type of production from Omar. Uh, Omar put the team on his back. Uh, we'll need him to do it again, uh, evening against the Rams. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I didn't expect it either. And uh, we'll see what happens, too, with this team because Cam Martin didn't even play in the second half. You know, Keen, I don't even know if he got into the game at all. Um, it's kind of an interesting time right now where they're, they're, they're you know, winning a couple games. But I don't know if it's working out quite like they thought it would in terms of the bench being more productive. And, and I know some folks on Twitter were complaining about Max Rice playing 38 minutes 
Um, I'll take Max Rice for 40 minutes. I, I don't get the hate sometimes on Max Rice. I think he's a an upper level Mountain West player, and people are waiting for that one air ball just to jump on him. And uh, you saw some of the passes he made in this game. He had a pass or in the San Jose State game. He had a, a pass to Tyson Degenhart down the lane for a layup. He had another pass to Degenhart for a wide open three. It's not just about the scoring for Max Rice. And I know people want to get on his defense. I mean, in, in um, even Mike Burns came on our show last week and said it's no secret. You know, he's not the most athletic player of all time but uh he's a savvy player he gets some steals he can do some things and i think any team is better with max rice on it if you want to call me a, a rice family apologist whatever that's fine but i don't get the max rice hate i think he would start or be a key player on pretty much every team in the mountain west so um i get it you'd rather he play 33 minutes instead of 38 but i don't i mean again is kobe young for five minutes is rj Keane for five minutes really a, a better option than, than letting max play his um play his um you know his extra minutes. I, I don't know. Um, so Sam says, BJ, you were thinking Stanley could have another big game on Friday. I remember you asking the question, another 20 from Stanley tonight. Yeah. I actually asked Abe Jackson. Uh, do you think that is this, should this be expected now 20 and seven or whatever, which he had done the past two games from Omar Stanley, Abe Jackson kind of looked at me and said, no. And it turns out, uh, he was right. Cause he got 30. So now we should expect even more. So, um, I, uh, I, uh, was wrong on that, but he's been huge. And, um, I think that uh, what he does moving forward is going to be huge for this team, but they're going to need Cam Martin, like, and they're going to need these other guys. They can't just now expect 25 points, and, and whenever they're desperate for a basket, just letting uh, Omar Stanley post guys up. I don't think that's the, the recipe for success. They need to get other guys involved. Um, they're going to need some of these other guys to, to really produce, um, and uh, I think that uh, you're going to see Max Rice start to be one of those guys. Abos hit some big threes. Degenhart really hasn't had the, the shooting percentage season that expect we were expecting from him. So I think Degenhart still has a lot of makes to go. He made two big threes in the second half there as Boise State was making that comeback against San Jose. Uh, Kendra, good to, good to hear from you. Rice is and has been an incredibly productive player. Uh, Max Rice, uh, Gary says, good player, plays hard, and is a leader of the team. Um, let's see here. Nate says Cam Martin is still shaking off the three years of rust. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know in the second half, uh, when you would have played him, um, you weren't going to take Omar out really. And there's wasn't a lot of opportunity, but I did think it was at least a little noteworthy that he didn't get a single second in the second half and just kind of sat over there on the bench. So let's keep a, keep uh, an eye on that situation, I guess, in terms of, uh, how much they use him and what that looks like, uh, moving forward here, but, uh, nation's longest home court winning streak. Boise State, and uh, it's crazy to think, and they're playing. Uh, they'll be playing against uh, Colorado State tomorrow night. Again, Nico Medved, the coach of Colorado State, always appreciate his time. One of my favorite coaches in the Mountain West. Uh, they lost Saturday. They drove up to Boise yesterday, I believe, and he still agreed to come on with me today. So I'm going to record an interview later today with Nico Medved. We'll play part of that on the show with Jay Tuss tomorrow, and then we'll have the full interview on the pregame show tomorrow night, getting you set for tip-off. So. Nico's always very complimentary of Boise State. Always uh, says, uh, you know, last year he thought Degenhart should have been player of the year. So always appreciate uh, Nico Medved for his time. Hey, by the way, Circa Resort and Casino, if you're going to the Mountain West Tournament, I got that 15% off link. Email me if you're wanting to stay at Circa or the D or Golden Gate. 15% off for the Mountain West Tournament. I think the uh, average rate is about $200 over at Circa and about $88 at the D. Uh, but if you can uh, afford it and you can do it, it is worth every penny. And we're doing the pool party Friday the 15th, I believe it is, semifinal Friday. Uh, they're going to basically give us this whole area. Uh, we're going to have some cabanas. We're going to have a, a private cabana area. If you're a paying subscriber, you're going to get a free drink and some food. Um, if you're not a paying subscriber, though, that's okay. 
you can come and you can get in. And uh, I'm going to have a link momentarily in the next day or two, hopefully from Circa. I'm just waiting on it from them. But if you RSVP in advance and kind of give them your name and your email, uh, they will let you in for free. Typically, conference tournament weekend, you're paying 40, 50 bucks to get into Circa uh, Stadium Swim to watch these games. You get in for free uh, at... Uh, at uh, Stadium Swim if you uh, sign up ahead of time and let us know you're coming. So uh, make plans. If you're coming to the Mountain West Basketball Tournament, Boise State plays the quarterfinals on Thursday, and then Friday the game won't be till 6 o'clock at least, 6 and 8.30 I think are the two times. So uh, you have all day Friday to kill. Come watch basketball games. Come meet other Boise State fans. Come hang out. There's going to be some live broadcasts and more details to come. But make your plans now. Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. And uh, we're really, really, really Looking forward to being out there. And and uh, if you're not familiar with Circa and uh, Stadium Swim in particular, where this pool party is going to be, here's 30 seconds on Stadium Swim. Get ready for the time of your life at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas's newest destination for fun, featuring the world's biggest poolside tailgate party with three levels of action, six pools, and a 143-foot screen. The fun is always on deck with all the games all year long. Stadium Swim, located in downtown Las Vegas on Fremont Street. Book the time of your life today at CircaLasVegas.com. Again, six pools, and this is one of them, and there's like five, six cabanas. They're overlooking all the TVs and the screens, and we are going to be there for the Mountain West Tournament. Make your plans now. Stay at Circus. Stay at the D. If you want the 15% off link, send me an email, rains, R-A-I-N-S, at bronconationnews.com, and we'll send you the uh, link for the 15% off. And if you're not staying at Circa or you want to stay somewhere else on the Strip, whatever, that's fine, but make plans to join us. Join Boise State. Uh, fans, uh, Friday afternoon, it'll be 10 to 4, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Friday. Uh, and again, there's going to be food, drinks, all kinds of fun stuff included for subscribers. And it is uh, free if you RSVP in advance. Typically, it's a $50 cover charge, but you don't have to stay at the hotel. You can still come in and it's free. Uh, more details on that to come, but just make your plans now. Friday, 10 to 4, Circa Resort and Casino. We would love to see you guys at Stadium Swim for the Mountain West Pool Party. Daniel Hansen saying, I'll be there. I believe he booked a room there as well. I got the email from him. Appreciate you, Daniel. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, Tammy says, first reaction was the skepticism of Prater. Next is that maybe this is just a genuine kid that wants to play without all the hoopla that comes with being a top recruit in college football. Uh, so there's uh, somebody, Tammy, agreeing with uh, Mike Prater. And and uh, I kind of said it too. I mean, I, I, I feel very good about the kid. It seems like it's a great fit. Excited for him. But uh, I'm just saying to maybe slow the roll and the excitement just a little bit. Let's let the kid get on campus. Let's see what, how, you know, what, what he actually brings to the table before we anoint him as uh, the Mountain West Player of the Year next year. But I think it's a massive pickup for Boise State. It's a huge addition to add uh, to add Malachi Nelson to this group and all the other players they've added as well. I think Cam Camper, the wide receiver from Indiana, is going to potentially make a big impact. If he's healthy, man, he had a, it was having a heck of a year two years ago before he got hurt. Um, and again, you're talking about a proven player with multiple touchdowns and receiving yards, and, and he's putting up production in the Big Ten uh, at Indiana. You saw Michael Penix Jr., the Washington quarterback, playing for a national championship tonight. 
he transferred from Indiana. So uh, Indiana obviously has had some talent, and Cam Camper could be a guy that uh, could be a big addition for Boise State uh, next season. So appreciate all you guys for uh, checking us out today. Again, subscribe if you can. Enter the contest. We're giving away the uh, the chair on Friday. Again, BNN50 deal is the promo code. 50 bucks for a full year of Mike Prater's columns, my articles, all of our exclusive shows and things. And as I said, uh, there's going to be uh, subscriber-only events and things, and it'll get you into a separate area at the pool party to get some uh, a beverage or two and, and maybe a, you know, a slider or something. We're going to have some appetizers and uh, things for some of our uh, paying subscribers. BNN 50 deal, and the big thing is it gets you in, in uh, all the contests we'll be doing every Friday. This Friday, we're giving away this... Uh, uh, this chair, Cutwater Spirits, Kona Brewing Company, the Adirondack chair. And uh, we're looking forward to giving that away. And again, it's going to come with some actual Cutwater drinks as well. I mean, lime margaritas, espresso martinis, uh, and uh, some other gift cards to uh, Taco Bell and some of our sponsors. So uh, Blue and Orange Store, I think we have as well. So uh, thank you to everybody that already has signed up. Please sign up if you can. We need 75 new subscribers to get to 1,000. And I would love to uh, get to 1,000 before we give away this uh, this uh, grand prize, which is the uh, trip for two on a private jet to San Diego for the final regular season game of the year. We went to Las Vegas last year on the private jet. We're going to San Diego this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. You get to hang out with Matt Bauscher and company and watch the game, and it's going to be uh, a lot of fun. So uh, looking forward uh, to that. So I uh, just had somebody email me asking for the link. That's great. I'll get that to you as soon as we're off the air here uh, to stay at Circa for the Mountain West Tournament. But uh, again, 50 bucks, BNN, 50 deal. Get in the uh, contest now, the promo code BNN 50 deal at bronconationnews.com. And hopefully you would do it to help support us. You know, we, we're the only outlet that travels on the road to all these games. And hopefully you would uh, want to support us and read Mike Prater and read myself and, and all of our coverage. But if not, we'll sweeten the pot with some of these giveaways and things, including this chair and then the uh, private jet trip uh, as well. So thank you guys for all checking us out. I'm going to go interview Nico Medved. We're also interviewing Leon Rice and Chibuzo Abo today. So we'll have a ton of stuff coming to the YouTube channel later today. We'll get the Leon interview up there. Uh, Abo as well. So make sure you check our uh, YouTube channel. Bronco Nation News YouTube is just youtube.com slash Bronco Nation News. And hopefully that's where you're watching our show from right now. If you're on Facebook or Twitter, we'd love for you to switch over and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Bronco Nation News YouTube. It's youtube.com slash Bronco Nation News. All of our live broadcasts. That's how you can chat with others during the shows. And uh, that's how you can uh, stay up to date with all of our press conference video and other things like that. And they have a cool feature where you can turn on notifications. So when we go live, uh, you'll be notified of that and you can find our broadcast right away. So thanks to JP for helping us get on. Thanks to Prater. Thanks to all of you guys. And uh, we will talk to you later. Again, Jay Tust and I, 9 a.m. tomorrow. It'll be game day. We'll have a ton of basketball coverage. We'll keep talking football as well. Go subscribe if you can. BNN 50 deals, the promo code 50 bucks for a full year at bronconationnews.com. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Bronco Nation News live, bronconationnews.com.